turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. But we're going to wrap money in the bank. Rates, rates, rates are good. Pretty exciting. You know why? But free money. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is your real estate chalk talk with the big money segment of the program. That's the that's the segment everybody waits for and they hear about the ratios. That's why it's such. last. Yeah, that's yeah, why it's, it's last. last. Everybody has to stay through the program mm-hmm. to get yep. to this. Segment, yep. So yep. hang on. Good. Well, let's talk a little bit about money and finance and where things are at. So, um, had a increase in rates this week, so we're we're kind of hugging that higher sixes area again. You look confused. Yeah, I'm just surprised. Surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems again, like there's no reason for it. No, there is no reason for it, and you need the headlines. So mm-hmm. it went up a little bit. So you're still, you know, we keep talking that 30 year fixed mortgage. Kind of that's the rate everybody kind of gauges off. Mm-hmm. You're probably six seven six point seven five, or we can't say an exact rate because right. then you have to have the APR yeah, blah blah blah. Right, so right. probably mid to high sixes is okay. where you're at right now. So not horrible, but it does um you know, I think we're getting better. I did, you know, from the earlier segment when we were talking about um just rental income and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you said, well if you got a four hundred thousand dollar home, you put a little bit of money down, can you rent well, a payment on a four hundred thousand dollar home with five percent down, because that's typical for first time home buyer, you're looking at a payment of about thirty one hundred dollars now. Yeah, renting is less expensive. Right. So renting's a lot less expensive. So that's why on, on every, that same single family home. For sure. That, yeah. So I mean, just as a for instance, I've had I have a property I can't give away in Lakeville and please call me if you you need a great, fantastic 2016 built Rambler with four bedrooms and three bathrooms and all the things. You got um, a Rambler, huh? big bedroom on the main level. Yeah, main level. It's like an executive Rambler, okay. but there's association maintenance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not selling the house right now. The point is, I looked at renting it for them for a period of time because this was a divorce situation. She bought the house. Now she's hooked back up with a a great guy, and they're blending their families, etc. And now we're selling one of the 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 asset there prior to them. Um, Merging. Maybe, maybe getting married, yeah. Prior to yes. the merger. Sure. Merger. So, um, gonna can, we sell call that. It, can we call it merger going forward? going to sell I that. I think that gonna would sell be fun. Yeah. <laughs> the merger. Prior to the merger. Prior to the merger. Um, there's your business background. Right, we'll there you work go. That yeah. in. Um, and we're looking at renting the property, and frankly, you know, rents are softer. And so, mm-hmm. you know, could we have rented it for thirty-two or $3,300 18 months ago? I think we certainly could have. Um Coincidentally, we could have sold that house for another thirty thousand dollars eighteen mm-hmm. months ago too. In my strong opinion, um, when the market was how it was with the interest rates the way they were, it was easier to sell properties fudged up a little bit higher in terms of pricing. And you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. it a ton, multiple yep. offer situations, etc. Point being, the rent on that property is like high twos, you know, twenty nine hundred, twenty eight ninety five, mm-hmm. yeah, under three thousand for sure. And yep. we're seeing the same thing with two story homes. So two story family quote air quote family style homes four bedrooms upstairs three mm-hmm. bathrooms finished basement or not same thing those are like high 2000s uh, so there's not as much of a gap between like i have a rental property in lakeville myself that is twenty two hundred dollars a month split level four beds two baths right. two car garage two thousand square feet mm-hmm. you can get three or thirty five hundred square feet for under or around three thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. 
So yeah. when you're looking at a house for 400000 right. what is that house? That house is a four-bed, two-bath, split level. Maybe it's a two-story, older, dated. You know, So to go out and purchase that, the equivalent, um, it's just cheaper to rent. But now we'd get into that whole other conversation. Get, yeah. that, and, you know, and I've got way too much stuff to yeah. have that conversation. Sure. So we'll keep going. Well, regarding so, home ownership versus renting. Wealth building. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it just, everything depends, right? Yeah. Like like our friend Michelle <laughs> will say in, in the legal business, everything depends. Like, yeah. are right. they transient? Did they just get a divorce? Right. Are they just moving into the area? Do they they're have children? They're setting down roots. Are they yeah. younger and they're mo- you know, there's all kinds of reasons why it's time to start buying mm-hmm. real estate, which I'm a huge proponent of. I've been yep. selling real estate for a long time. Uh, but there are times when you should rent as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You talked a little bit in the earlier segment, Keith, about the unintended landlord, that yeah. that's not a good thing, sell the property, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's not a good thing. I just think that's that... That's what if, you said. If we roll the tape back, you <laughs> said We can roll it back. And what I said, what I, what, what I will always say to my clients or anybody else that's looking for advice... Was it your intention or is it your intention to own? Maybe it wasn't in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. but now your intention is to own rental real estate. Okay, well, if that's the case, would you buy this property to rent? That's the question. Well, the the situation, though, that we run, we have a past client right now, Mm -hmm. right? They're locked in. I locked them in at 2.875, right? We hit the market, perfect timing, perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, now jobs have taken them to the west side of town. Mm -hmm. They're in Rosemont. They're like, there's no way we're going to, we can do this. And he's like, I'm going to sell the property and go, and I'll take uh, high sixes. So our conversation now is, well, do you hold on to that low? Because his payment is low for a big house that he could probably rent it. And he's like, well, I don't want to be a landlord. And I'm like, well, you right. might a want low, to be a landlord. A low interest rate is no reason to hold a property. That is just not a, that is a factor maybe in your determination of whether or not that property can be profitable for you. Right. But it is certainly not a reason uh, a top tier reason that you would have a decision maker reason of whether or not. Well, cash flowing rental okay. real estate is a very. I mean, cash yeah, flowing rental cash flow works. Cash flowing rental real estate is fantastic. A lot of times yep. you buy a property and not have a cash flow. Maybe right. you're feeding it a little bit, and that mm-hmm. is fine too, depending on your overall goals of like acquiring real estate yeah. for rental purposes, appreciation, depreciation. Uh, they're paying it down versus you paying it down. There's all kinds of reasons why. For him, maybe it is. Hey, look right. at the attractive numbers here. If you were to be a rental, you know, yep. real estate guy now, yep. and and if he has cash otherwise to put down on the next property, right. I mean, if you don't have the money and you need to sell the house, yeah, then to you get, do it. Yeah, and ab- then you sell absolutely. the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you're you're in a good environment where okay, well, now we're this age and our kids are going to be in college, and hey, by the time this, there's all kinds of factors. Yeah. Right? Rental so real estate a, is a great idea. Yeah, it's just an interesting conversation, and mm-hmm. it was you know now he's like, well, maybe I should talk to a rental, you know, like a management company. Mm-hmm. How much will that cost me a month? Yeah. Right? And if I could step away from it, not touch and it, not touch it, and then have someone manage it because it cash flows so well, then may then it's a maybe, mm-hmm. you know, in that scenario. So yeah, and then you're adding that into your overall yep. investment portfolio. So diversification of, you know, the overall yep assets. Yep. Sure. So that's kind of where the market's at. So markets has stayed pretty steady up a little bit. We're in good shape. We're getting busier. We're feeling the spring market come, probably because it's so dang nice out. You know, yeah. it was cold, but now it's so nice out again. So I don't feel like we're, you know, we feel like we're busy. Super Bowl isn't up yet. We right. usually say it starts after the Super Bowl, but we're getting busy already. So it's, it's a nice feeling. Loan applications <laughs> up. Loan yeah. apps are, are definitely up in our world. So that's great. And it's a combination of purchase and then refinancing all the uh, the credit card debt that people have accumulated 
over the COVID time, over, you know, thinking there'll be another bailout of this or that. We see student loans coming due now. So now people are having that student loan payment. So they're trying to re kind of look at everything going, okay, what is, how do I structure this? How do I have a good budget? And uh, so we're doing some cash out refinances, getting people in a little bit better shape financially. So nice. Um, Real quickly, give me just update on the market because people listen to the segment a lot for this information. So yeah, senior was talking earlier about where the median sales price is right now mm-hmm. at about three forty ish, and that is the first time home buyers kind of taking up the market. The trophy house buyers, the the want to like I want a fourth bathroom or I want a finished basement or I want a three car garage. That stuff's just out right now. People aren't moving right. around because they want to. Right, uh, they're moving around because they have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, divorce situations, uh, deaths, births relocations, things like that. That's always going to happen in real estate. Mm-hmm. And then those first timers, 6%. I mean, I bought my first house. I think I was 21 years old and I'm pretty sure I was at 6.875. Mm-hmm. Um, so interest rates are right in that same yep. in that same zone right now. So of course, values are a lot different than they were when I was 21, mm-hmm. but um, it's a great- But so is income. And so, well- Income yeah, is a yeah. lot different too. So it's a great time to yeah. dip your toe in the water. Yeah. I have a couple of first timers right now that were- Looking at houses anywhere between three and four hundred thousand, um, you know the first sense is that oh, there's not going to be a lot available. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking sure, in a yeah. general location, as opposed to like a specific elementary school district, if you're looking in a general location, there's plenty to choose from. Right. If you're looking south of the river, west suburbs, you know, north of the city, whatever it is, there's plenty to choose from, and and that's really where we're going to spend a lot of time this year is just getting those first timers moving into properties out of rental situations that want to start putting roots down in, in areas right. and, and, um, and starting to own, own real estate. Real quick question for Michelle. Uh, Michelle's with us um, with Meserly Kramer and on the divorce side, talk real quickly about uh, spousal maintenance. How long does it go? Mm-hmm. And child support. How long does it go? Is it hard set rules? Uh-huh. It depends. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, the spousal maintenance, there's a lot of factors that go into the duration, including how long you're married, how long it'll take for the receiving spouse to become self-supporting, whether or not you know what that timeline looks like. Um, child support generally, it ends when, um, per child, when each kid turns 18 and graduates from high school, sometimes you can get support for a dependent child that has perhaps special needs beyond. Um, but generally speaking, 18 and graduating from high school. So, yeah. For the spousal maintenance, how long do you go based, what's the marriage rules? Is it half the number of years you're married or is it all depends on? That's the urban myth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that not not right? It's not. I mean, no. I mean, it it, it really does depend. And I think every situation is different because, again, you have to look at, you know, what the person that's asking for maintenance, what's their history of being out of the market, you know, job market. And perhaps something happened, you know, during the marriage, like a disability occurred or something like that, that could you know, lend itself to a longer duration than would otherwise be. You know, there's a lot of reasons for spousal to change. So many things depend on, it depends. It depends. It depends. You can call Calvin. You can all be lawyers. That's the answer. (laughs) That's right. We're all very good at that. You can call Calvin anytime at 651-231-2500. Calvin Kamick, our mortgage guru. Michelle, thanks for coming in, talking divorces. Absolutely. And I'm Keith Hittner. For Keith Hittner, this is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to our website, hittnergroup.com, 612-627-8000. See you next week. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hittner Group the leaders of the premier Coldwell Banker Realty team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.